segment of Brothers with Voices, but today this is a collaboration with Wired to Love and Thrive, and representing them is Irvine. Did I get that right, Irvine? Not Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Irvine, <laughs> but I guess Irvine. look, I accept everything. So my like my Shona name is Tafazwa. So we go Irvine or Tafazwa, whichever works for you. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. We'll, no, we'll, for this show it's Irvine. And um, the brothers. Introduce yourself, starting with Tabati. I'm going to call him Tafazo just because I like being an antagonist. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, my name is Bati, as usual, guys. What up, what up, what up? How are you guys doing today? Dutch. As, as usual, I'm Christopher. How are you guys doing? Long weekend here. I'm exhausted and I'm trying to recover right now, so bear with me. Just bear with me. Um, how are you guys? Old headed assassin. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. We have a very difficult topic. We have to start with, you know, lightness, at least Chicago and Louisiana, you know. Um, this is a very difficult topic, and the reason why we decided to collaborate is it's that big, right? We're talking about consent, to be very precise, sexual consent. Uh, but we let's start with the definitions bit. Um, Chris, what do you think is consent? What is the definition of consent, actually? Sexual consent. Sexual consent. I mean, that just really falls down to one thing. Like, um, it's basically having approval to have sex with your partner, right? Um, or with somebody, not, not not just your partner. Um, it's a discussion that you have. You're like, okay, we're gonna ongoloish, and then you know, you 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 get to do the ongoloish. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it's 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 quite a simple question. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's no there's no don't expect scientific <laughs> responses on this one. <laughs> Uh, Irvine, what do you think is uh, consent? Um, I'm just going to echo what we said before. So it's just agreeing to be sexual with someone. So in, in that agreement, you sort of setting boundaries on what you are going to do and what you're not going to do. And it's something that can be changed as the um, sexual activity progresses. Or, some, some, the, or something that can also be revoked as the sexual um, activity progresses okay. as well. Okay, okay, okay. Marty? But see, what do you think about consent? Um, okay, so I agree with what everyone's saying, but um, because it's, it's generally just permission for something to happen. That's the definition of it in the in the um, dictionary sense of things. But when taking it into a sexual context, you're looking at that um, voluntary and um, clear agreement to be sexually active with someone. So yeah, that's what I would say consent is. It's voluntary. And it's, there's, there's, uh, I saw another definition where it says enthusiastic. I don't completely agree with enthusiastic, but it's, it's a voluntary and clear agreement to be sexually active with someone. Okay. So, you, what, so before we have any sexual activities, both parties should agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, verbally, 100%. do they have to agree verbally, or you know, we could probably use non-verbal, you know, non-verbal. I think this is where it gets a bit tricky. That's if you ask me, is. this is where it gets a bit tricky. because uh, I mean, if you're looking at consent, um, have you ever gotten an eye from your mother when you're doing something stupid? Yeah. It sends a clear and direct uh translation of you shouldn't be doing that or you know like and you get it you understand you get up you go right yeah. so it's not necessarily verbal there's different ways huh? that's communication it's not consent yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm saying that and how do you how do you consent through communication yeah, like communication. You, you have to communicate for someone to, to consent ah, look. come on uh -uh. Uh -uh. look but, you know, stop, 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 stop. What are you saying? Uh, what are you saying, bro? Uh, uh, it's, it's a 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Consent comes in different ways, and there's there's implied consent, there's expressed consent, there's informed consent, and there's like unanimous consent where you just agree, you know. But all that can come in different ways, and that's why I said that's where it comes a little bit tricky. Is there something called non-verbal consent? Well, you're asking. Because, no, I'm still on I'm still on Is there such a thing as non-verbal consent? Yes, yes. it is. Yeah, you, yeah, I think I, there is. I think there is. My thinking of your example was coming from the mother. You take it to a relationship, people that are about to probably have sexual intercourse together. Maybe one party does, right? Is there something called non-verbal concerns? Whereby, ah, you know, we just get, uh, this one is for Irvine, actually. We, you know, I come with a girl. Thank you. I come with a girl and I say, okay, we, you know, we've been flirting for a minute and um, I invite her over to my house. I like practical things, you know? We, I invite her over to my house and then we get into my room and am I going to say, may I please now remove your shirt? Or am I going to use non-verbal? Um, you know, um, yeah. So the way um, I forgot, um, see, I'm still learning everyone's names. Um, the guy who spoke before. Um, so I actually sort of agree with what, well, with Bati. I actually sort of agree with what he's saying because the way consent is taught in schools is they use the fry method of it's freely given, it's reversible, it's informed, it's enthusiastic. I, the enthusiastic doesn't mean enthusiastic in the nature of like the Oxford Dictionary, and it's specific. So it can be non-verbal if it's informed, enthusiastic, and specific. That's how Hawaii would become non-verbal, because if you wouldn't, you might not say, may I take off your shirt, may, may I take your shirt off, but they might give you the informed enthusiasm and specific specificity to allow you to continue to do what you're doing. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there's non-verbal consent, but I th- I would say there would be social cues that are not necessarily verbal that imply that I've given you consent to do what you're about to do. But oh, I wouldn't say there's non-verbal. Yeah. Chris, exactly. I, I'm, I'm, with, I, I'm with him on this one. I'm with Irvine on this one, but you were wrong. He's right. <laughs> he said the exact same thing. <laughs> Chris. Okay, yeah, but the mother example is very interesting because the mother example is not necessarily consent as well. It's actually quite interesting because when your mom stares you down, she's controlling the situation. You are not no. necessarily, you don't have an informed, you don't, there's no enthusiasm or like anything from your end. You are, it's actually a good example to show a situation where there's no consent. No, no, I understand that. A, uh, my point was. Here. So it's a, yeah, good, it's a good example to explain communication where it's the other spectrum, but also it's a good way to sort of show that you can also give well, consent. Well, I'm Oh, I, I, well, but example, that example <laughs> makes sense. I agree with what I would say, what Irvine is saying. I agree. I actually, I, I, I actually get it. And then it actually brings a, another item for another day uh, for consent to be being, because consent, when I was reading it up, it's actually quite big, eh? Not just sexual consent, but that consent that Irvine is talking about is, 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 is quite deep. It then mixes up with our culture because, you know, we grew up knowing, to, you know, if your mom stares at you like that, you know, you know, it's no time to say my own consent for that. Anyway, let's get back to the topic. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the topic. So now we are in this room, Chris, and 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 um, I want to chill in this room for a bit because we're talking about consent, right? You kiss your girl on a weaker spot. You probably it probably is the neck, right? And then she goes uh, like, Ah, Mira, Mira, we're talking about this. You know me. And then she goes like, Ah, is that like consent to say do more? I think so. Like we we are we are on a path. Like if she doesn't want, she can say no, right? Yeah. She can say no, don't, don't kiss me there. You know what I mean? But ah, uh, but the wait, I wait your chance. Ah, you had your chance, but keep quiet. But ah, uh, boss. <laughs> I didn't say nothing, bro. 
saying is, I believe that if I if I start kissing on my girl, right, and she she responds like again, that's where we that that, that that's where it, it comes down to. I, I've managed to know my person to that to that extent, right? Um, we've been together for quite some time, so obviously, um, I would be able to 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 know that she's not in the mood or she's in the mood, um, or even if I'm trying to get get it off, right? Um, in that in that in that way, and I know what to, if she responds in this way, if she jerks her shoulder off or if she pushes you off, that's communication for me to say, ah, look, dude, I'm not in the mood. She can mourn like what she did. My voice does not allow me to mourn like that, unfortunately. But I'm saying like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what a wow. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but this, this is me. This is me. I'm, I'm in my element right now. Yeah. So you, 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 get, you get those cues, those social cues that everyone was saying that um, this is what's supposed to happen. If she responds in that not in this voice, but in that tone, I mean, that moan, then I know that we can proceed from there, right? Uh, you know, she, she's, she's responding properly. So for me, I think that is naturally like, sort of like, okay, let, consent, let's, let's keep going, right? That's what I think, of course. Okay, let's move on. I want to stay in this room, Irvine or Bati. Then she goes like, ah, you know, but then she says, stop. <laughs> but she says stop, but it's not a hard stop. It's like, hey, you know, what are you going to do? Is that, do you think at this point you need to push harder or maybe it's like, stop it, I like it. You know, what is it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, so yeah. <laughs> you, you probably, like what, uh, so yeah, I'll just, I'll give you a background so, and you, so people understand why my answers sound the way they do. Like I'm a teacher and I'm a lawyer. So I value not getting in trouble. And also I value like the art of listening and communicating and feedback. So if you are going to kiss someone, you can, one thing that you can just do, which cleans up all this is just asking them if they're okay before you move on to the next stage. So kiss on the neck. Are you okay? Kissed one of the things. If you're going to be like sort of adventuring into areas that you haven't ventured into in your relationship. So kiss on the neck. Are you okay? Or just a regular check in here and there when the activity starts to elevate from like quarterfinals to semifinals. Like if it's moving, then you'd probably need to check in between the two. Um, the other thing is, yeah, you need to know your person. So because just mourning does not necessarily mean that they have consented as well. Because they might just be scared of you, so they might oh, just. Oh, 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 oh. Come and get like a nice morning. Ah. But you don't know. But you don't. But you don't. I just want to follow up answer to this. Doesn't that remove the, like, if it's your person, doesn't it remove the, the romanticism behind it? Like, you know, the. the, yeah. the, 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 the actually, no. Because, like, when, if when you speak to, like, when you actually, like, um, so I grew up in a group house full of women. So um, I have two sisters. Um, when you speak to women, they actually genuinely, in fact, and men too. They genuinely appreciate being like checked in on. It's just something that people just don't do. But even in the heat of the moment of just sex, just simple, <laughs> simple check in of, are you okay? Are you feeling? There's way, there's different ways you can word this. Yeah, I'm just sure. Yeah, there's in. different ways. I get it. Um, there's different ways to knowing your person. Some people might just go with, are you okay? And that will just keep them going. Or some people, like, do you like this? Like, but turn, turn, turn. There's a different tone when when. You're using some phrases, um, but it wouldn't change the mood if you are if you are venturing into something that you have not done before, because you have to make sure that they're okay with that. Because you can't just wait for months. Because what if the guy, the girl, or the guy doesn't want, and you're just proceeding? Yeah, uh, I was actually going to add to that point because um, I was reading somewhere where silence and none, not not verbalizing your your uh, non desire to continue with what's going on is not a sign that I want you to continue. Maybe I'm just scared and I don't want you to continue, but I can't tell you. So that checking in is very, very important, especially when you're like, it's different, like, like let's say it's my wife. I can't exactly then be like, every two seconds, baby, okay? <laughs> baby, you good? Because we now know each other, you know, we've, we've been married, you know, so we now know each other. So there's no big uh, deal to it. But if you are venturing in something new, that check-in might be something that you'd want to do, but it also just depends with your vibe as well. But that, this is, this is why I was saying it really does get tricky 
risky because you, you're not sure, especially if you're venturing something new, you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, one. Two, if she likes it or she's consented. Clearly, it's almost like before before you have sex with someone, you want to whip out a contract and be like, do you consent, sign this, so that we don't get into any trouble further on in life. You know, because there's, there's no clear way of knowing besides a clear indication, it's cool. You could do the contract way though, because they, um, <laughs> um, you can do yeah. the contract way because they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit you guys, do, you need to protect no, yourself. No, you can do the contract way where it's like, um, they do the traffic light system of like, you don't like the, are you okay? It sets the mood off. So you do the red, amber, and you do the green. So if they are slowly moving to a situation that you think, mm, I might need regular checking on, then you, you play your Ember card. Like, Ember, like, I might just say, I might need check-ins, or I might just say no as we're approaching. I don't know where you're going, but I don't want to ruin the mood. Or red, like, no, we are not going in those areas. Green, if you just want to reassure them if they don't know what they're doing, which is something that you could do before, which is like it's a contract, to be honest, an oral contract, because you're speaking before, like, what's your safe word? Like, what do you need? Like, what affirmation do you need? A, a, B, and C. But it's a contract that yeah. you could do. It's, it, it sounds like a joke, but I, it's something that would be so help, it's so helpful for a lot of people, particularly people that like venture into like one night, venture in one night stands where there's no consistency. Speaking of one night stands, I've got a question, guys. Um, I was I was in this. Okay, I was, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't in the situation. I was in the situation. That was it was a debate amongst um guys as we were drinking and everything like last week. Right, we're drinking and this topic came up that you know if you're having sex with, with, with um with somebody let's say in a one night stand setup um and then um you, you the rubber breaks or you're now a polo neck or it, it, it slips off right um and then you keep having sex without um without without the condom right um if she gets up later and she says uh you raped me um, because I did not consent to having sex without you, with, with you without a condom. Does it constitute as rape? Like, what, what, are the, what, are the, what are the lines? Wait, 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 wait. Don't nod your heads first, right? Because you don't know as well that the condom is off. You don't okay. know that the condom is off, right? You, you don't know. You, you keep going, but you don't know. You don't know. Like, you don't know it's off, man. It's the heat of the moment. You only realize it when you bust a nuts, you're done. You're like, oh, shit, this is bad, right? Yeah. Does, it, does, it still, does, does it still constitute as rape? Okay, I mean, uh, Ir Irvine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Shona came out real strong right there. <laughs> I mean, those are that I'm calling him to father for my own sake. <laughs> this is um, so I don't. Um, so I'll answer you from sort of the jurisdiction that I, I sort of fully working under. Um, so. Yeah. All the other elements of rape would have been fulfilled, like penetration, all the other stuff, the bad, bad stuff would have been done. But there's the intention. So the intention is where it gets a bit slippery because if you you did not know mm -hmm. that the condom like was off, then you didn't have intention to do what you're being accused to. It's just that's just life. So in that situation, then I would say that. Um, it's well. These are jury. jury this this will be jury case anyway. I'll say the jury will probably would not view it as rape. It would just be an unfortunate event. But if Question. you take it off, then you are okay. in trouble. Yeah, if you take it off, that's, that's what off, I was gonna get to. Intention. There's intention to do what you want to. Do, what you're doing. What if you realize, I mean, these are all semantics. What if you realize you are the one who's wearing the condom as a man and you realize, ah, something happened. Something's changed, right? Intention. And then you just continue. But Intention. I'm already there. There's a point of no return. And like, Actually, I'm there, but... <laughs> I'm drowning already. You might as well drown. Yeah, like it's late. It's late. But it's what is intention. It's like yeah. saying if I'm choking someone and you know that they can see <laughs> that they're about to die and there's a point of no return. Yeah, I'm there already. You it. I'm there already. <laughs> That's a good example. Right, cool. right, also, cool. also, as guys, don't you think when a condom breaks, it does not just burst out. I think the ring stays on your dick if it bursts without you knowing. 
then there's a you know there's a situation whereby you know you see the condoms on the floor but it is burst how is it on the floor <clears throat> I look, all I know is that there's levels to it, right? Like yes. there's, there's ways you know, sometimes you don't know. I, I think it's all circumstantial. It depends on the situation in itself. But um, what I just want to clarify on, there's sometimes, I think the intent thing is something that, uh, that Irvin brought up, which is really, really important because if I didn't have any intention to do something um, and then I'm being accused of something, I think you can really hold on to that to that for your for your saving grace because i don't want to do this and i'm being accused of something i didn't do so the intent part is really really important if you know and you know what you're doing then you are doing something and you're going to get into trouble for it However, i agree with that completely. You, could, you can be in a situation where you don't know that what you've done was not consensual but you will be in trouble what yeah, give so, us an example of that one. That one, that one example, especially if I get some diseases. Yeah, an example of that is it's the same example of you having sex with a condom, you take it off and you continue having sex with a condom, but you didn't realize that that would then amount to rape. So that's so, so we can clean up intent because you didn't have intent intention to rape them, but you took off the condom and you continued. Guys, what I'm saying here is abstain from sex. Don't have sex. You, you get married first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the episode, guys. That's been great. That's exactly what we're saying. Correct, <laughs> uh, brothers but, out. <laughs> let's 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 go back to the girl in the room. We are having bad manners now. We have a girl in the room right now. Uh, we haven't know if she has consented or not. She's still screaming, and you're still touching her. Uh, you probably proceed to removing all her clothes, actually. Um, and then you get to do the other stuff, right? Um, and she has probably been saying no, but then it's been like, stop it, I like it, maybe. And then, or maybe I'm going to maybe no, right? I want to hammer on this one because there's a point there. You start having sex and she says no. But you stop. Yeah, you, you, so you, you, start, you literally so. start having sex and then she says uh no, I actually don't want to do it. Yeah, then, then that's it. Then there's like I think I think uh, Tafazo picked up on this at the beginning. He said there is a point where it can change. Consent can change. You can have it. It can be there at the beginning, and then it cannot be there in midway, or even at the end. Like ee and chada shakwan. You know, <laughs> at any point, at any point, you can it can change, right? So that's I think. From from that example and that explanation, I think yeah, you should then immediately stop. Forthwith, you should stop because that, the consent. Forthwith, because the consent is now gone. Okay. But I had a question on that one as well. Like, at what point? I think what what could you want to get to is like, at what point does it does persuading? You know, there's that persuading. Kunyengere kunyenga. Where where is that now when it comes to consent? Is, is there any room for that or Shafam to be safe, just ask for concern straight up so that you don't have these issues or persuade? I don't know. Where's, where, where's the line? Where do we, where's the line? With stopping I like it, that's also dangerous because I think, um, okay, this is, the bit, this is the bit where you have to take things a step back. Um, when we enter the bedroom, men come with privilege. Like you come with a lot of privilege. Like, some of these women are probably scared that this guy is going to kill me or all the other stuff that come with just being a man. So I think you, as men, we probably need to maybe do away with the persuading thing and actually just go with the actual vibe that's actually being given because persuading actually might actually sort of cohese someone to actually do something that they don't want to do because they're scared because you're a man. And they're not scared because you're gonna like they're not saying you're a bad guy they probably just have dealt with bad it's people because i saw, it's fine i actually saw like a cool stat um the other day of like it's not all men that um like that assault or rape women but it's about three percent of it being all women that encounter rape and assault so as much as it's like I'm, I'm a good guy kind of thing most women actually have to go through this so the persuading thing i would probably stay away from purely on the privilege that you we as men enter with as we enter the bedroom and then stop it i like it bit i would not necessarily continue with that because once again 
what um what was said before like there needs to be enthusiasm here stop it i like it is just not giving enough enthusiasm and like specificness in the yes it's a maybe yeah. and maybe is a no like maybe is a no Oh, I can turn that maybe, maybe into a yes. No, I maybe. got game. I can turn yeah, it. I'm, I'm a bad on. Think... <laughs> I don't think anyone can turn a bond note into a US. So, <laughs> oh, are you sure? We are out and we do it. Everyone, <laughs> we have, we have, we also. I want us to not just say, you know, I want us to look at the male perspective here too. Um, so here's a man, and he is, you know, softening up the woman. Normally, persuading, you know, has you know led us to you know good things and sometimes bad things, right? And um, and I really tell you too. Sometimes after the act, you hear this was really good. This, this, this was really good. I was just scared maybe because, you know, uh, of a few things, but I think this was really good. In another case now, um, you are saying no to the guy. The guy probably is now charged up because we have gone all this way uh, with the maybes. Um, what I think is also happening in the men's mind is, why are you saying no? Is it because you think maybe I'm small? You know what I mean? Is it because you think I'm small or you think it's not good? That's, that's another thing. I want to look from the male perspective of things when a girl yeah, says no. For that, bro. Yeah. Are you, are, you saying, are you saying that I'm smelling or are you saying those kind of things? What do you have to say about that when you are probably in the court of law and then the guy is like, you know, I did it because maybe I thought maybe she was going to reject me or you know what I mean? What do you think about that? Like, and we don't know who you're asking. We be oh, oh, yeah, okay. I was like waiting. Um, <laughs> I was like, for me. Just waiting for you to tell us. So, um, so I think, um, so here's the thing. Take it back, back, back. Why is the guy always the one, like, doing the persuading and all the other stuff? Like, we are assuming that women don't can't do all these other things as well. I think here we probably need to also understand that it takes two to tango. The woman has to also do their own thing. Like that's why they will probably will go and buy their Fenty and all the other stuff. That's them doing the persuading thing as well. So I think we probably need to understand that this game, when we enter the bedroom, it's a 50-50 match. You don't have to do, you don't have to add salt and pepper and expect her to just lay there. So that's where the communication that we spoke about at the beginning is very fundamental so that we understand what we're getting into because I don't think anyone would get into a bed and then see handcuffs and then you go, eh, I'm going to do it. And then they'll say, yes, maybe that's an, es- <laughs> that's yeah. an escalation. That's, they might like it after, yeah. but it's, you have to really realize that that escalation of the situation of that you might need to really speak about, not in the mood, speak, speak about it outside the mood. So, I always say a maybe is a no, no matter what, no matter what. Like you can't, the moment you skip a maybe into a no, then it becomes an issue. Um, going to the second question that you did ask of why are men quite sensitive about the no? Um, I think, yeah, that's the toxic masculinity that like, I guess every podcast is talking about. Um, but it's something that we just have to unlearn. So we come into the bedroom with so much privilege, but we also come into the bedroom with so much um, like healing that we probably need to do in terms of like how we are perceived as men. Um, so that is something that I think you can't heal through sex and you can't heal through affirmations from a woman. So you kind of need to sort of heal yourself because once you heal yourself, then you understand what, what that no means. Because that no just means she doesn't want that. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're bad at what you're doing. It just means that it doesn't work for her. But if you're trying to find affirmation and healing through her, then you're going to be disappointed every single time because I, the one of the biggest like lie that everyone tells themselves is they can have good sex with everyone. No, you have good sex with a group of people. Some people it's just the sexual con- compatibility is just terrible. And that's the reality. And I think as men, I don't know the cir- if the circles really talk about that because I think everyone wants to be like, I am the best of the best, but no, yeah. it might be good with lady A, but with lady B, like, she's just, they, she just doesn't vibe. And, that's cool. That's also okay. okay. Dutch. What do you want? No, I want to add on to that. Why do you think men are so sensitive to the no? 
Because we want to know, I'm on, why are men so sensitive when the lady says, ah, maybe, or, you know, or no, or stop it? Why do you think men are so sensitive in that moment? That's how we can actually see how we can really, you know, balance this out. Okay. There are two things. I want to say two mm-hmm. things here. First of all, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question, and then I'm going to be mad at you after that, okay? So first of all, um, I think it's an ego thing. When a woman says no, and you're there, you're standing in front 100%. of her, and she's like, "Hot Jack, like, come on, Shorty. What? Come on. Look at me. I told the boys I was going to smash. I was just trying to paint that visual picture. Now, now, you, now you guys are that they're just standing there and the girl is saying no. That ego is like sort of like broken left, right, and center. You know what I mean? So naturally, yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to, man. I think it's an ego. That's Especially like, if the boys see you going into the room, they're like, shh. Imagine at a party, party, at a party gym, and then you walk into the room. Boys are like, yeah, my man's got it. And then you get there, just like, ah, dude. A jack. <laughs> Come on, look. And a minute later, you're walking out. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out after two minutes. <laughs> like, oh. But you're not watching that t-shirt. You're not watching that t-shirt. You're not watching that t-shirt. You're not Right. There's no saving it, bro. There's no saving it. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, I mean, I mean, I really think it's an ego thing that, that really affects men and uh, puts them in that position. Uh, end up trying to deal with that, you know, because we're talking persuade. And also, and I won't lie, there's some guys who actually enjoy the chase, right? The, that chase that I'm like, yo, shorty, come on, give me some, come on, man, you know, trying to nibble on, and, you know, little itty bitties and, and all that stuff, you know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, <laughs> what did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> What I'm saying is that this, this whole consent thing right, yeah. is, is, is really different for a lot of people, right? For guys who really are ego affected by the, you know, their egos um, are affected by a woman who says no and naked, number one. And then now you're talking about guys who actually really are into that chase, that that begging is, is, is attractive for them. It, it turns them on. The more she says no, the more they, they are like, oh, I can get it. You know what I mean? Some other guys get angry. Right, like, oh, why are you doing this? Then it ends up into a rape case, right? Um, or if, uh, physical abuse, whatever the case may be. So it's it's really, I don't know, man. I, I feel like this consent thing already takes away the, the the romance behind sex or the joy behind sex, the enthusiasm, the enthusiasm behind sex. Um, but it's all, it's also because that there are now so many laws that are like t- trying to, you know. I don't think our, our old folks used to have to deal with this, man. I, I think they'll just get in their room and get their get, get their thing going, man. This this there's too much noise behind this at this point. You know what I mean? Like you can't just have sex anymore. You gotta sign shit, talk to somebody, have a lawyer approve it. Like, bro, I think understandably you'd be, you'd be so, bro. You'd be quite shocked at how many um how many of like our parents are in marriages where they're getting raped every single day. So and and also that's I guess another thing that we probably need to discuss that you can actually get raped in your marriage so just because you yeah. consented yesterday about like doing certain a point x doesn't mean that today I want to do it so um so yeah you actually find that there's a lot of studies sorry I don't have like the stats right in front of me but you actually find a lot of studies that actually show that like the older generations stayed in situations where they were literally assaulted and if you want to see of like a like sort of maybe a cool way of sort of understanding um that then you can sort of see the generational trauma that um girls inherit from their mothers where you hear a girl saying like he he hits me every day he does all this and the mothers the Zimbabwean mothers who actually say you need to stay strong in Bamukad like this is this is what they get as the the thing to sort of react to um to what they're dealing with and that should give you alarm bells on what have they stayed in their marriage and what is being done in that marriage to allow them to stay in and all the other oh stuff. Oh my so God. I, I- wow, that was, that was a great, you know, shift there, um, Irvine. And I'm really going to get to that point of the married people, you know, getting consent and stuff. 
I'll ask this question now, though. Why is consent really favored on the ladies? Why should they give consent? I've never really, because I think guys, a lot of guys, we, we, we are really taken advantage of, but consent is not really talked about there. Why is it really favored on the girls? Or the ladies, rather? Uh, that's a, that I'm going to give it to Bati, Chris, and then okay. can... Uh, yeah, I was yeah, I was gonna take I was gonna take it anyway. Uh, so so how I see it, right? I think there's there's an aspect of this whole um like I think over and touched on it, Kuti. We have that um um what's that word that you used, over? you know Zigo. Privilege. privilege. Yes, that's the word. So we've got we've got a certain level of privilege, right? So um it would be because we have that privilege, you would notice that most cases are the woman must consent because of that privilege, and that's inherent, right? So you can't run away or ignore that privilege. So that being said, there are many cases. See, I, I think I said this in, in, in an episode before where um, the problem with society right now is that we don't have middle ground uh, or an understanding that not all women are good women or good people, you know, but all men can be deemed to be bad. Do you get what I'm saying? This, this misconception that if a man does something that's wrong, he's a, he's a bad person. But if he does some, if a woman does something wrong, there's an excuse for it. So I think there's something in society that's going on. I don't agree with that. And that's my feeling towards it. But at the same time, there's a lot of men who are being undercut because of the inherent privilege that, that is there. That's how I feel about it. So there is, there is room for consent for men. But at the same time, um, it's just to understand that we have that privilege. I have had many cases where I've wanted to say no, but because... And one, or I won't be seen as a man, or I'll be judged, or I have to go and do it, you know, because you know, because of said privilege. But I didn't want, I don't want. So was that rape? Maybe, probably, but it's not yes, going it to be was. seen as it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it won't be seen as because I'm a dude. That's how I feel about that. Hey, Chris. Yes, I think, I, I honestly think the reason why consent um, and generally all, most issues are now more about protecting the woman is because the law itself favors the woman than the guy, right? So at the end of the day, we end up having these conversations, having a whole podcast to discuss why we need to get consent to have sex because already we were saying, look, guys are going to be doing this in a bad way, they will, they will get in trouble and stuff like that, right? Because naturally the law is inclined to protect the female, right? And we are inherently bad. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? And, and, and yeah. that's one debate I had with, with, with one friend of mine the other day, that women are actually more toxic than guys, right? So all we talk about is that you, you get in a situation whereby you, if you had refused, right, to smash, believe me, the whole world would have known that, ah, but see, <laughs> you know, type of situation. Already, that, 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 that paints a bad, a bad picture to the guy, right? And again, we have to be the ones who actually have to go on and be like, no, I'm sorry, I, you know, I, let's just do it. Even if you're not in the mood, even if you have a headache, you know. Even like, what is it? Oh Almost like men don't get headaches. Hey, if we don't get headaches, we can't say I've got a headache. But why can't we get a headache too, man? I got a headache, bro. I want to sleep. Leave me alone. I got a meeting in the morning. I want to sleep. You know what I mean? Why do, why do I have to? Why is it that sex has to be done when the lady wants? You know what I mean? She controls everything with sex. You know what I mean? Literally, everything that she will do everywhere is going to be controlled by sex. Because naturally, men will, will want a lot of sex, right? But then at the end of the day, you realize that even making decisions, doing stuff is going to be controlled by sex. Sex is now a reward system. Uh, you know what's funny though? Like I think um I think there's a lot of like there's a lot of topics just that are running on top of each other. Um yeah. and I think for you to understand where we're at in society, you can't group them like that. Um, because for example, women finding out statistically uh, scientifically speaking, women actually are more they actually have a higher libido than men. Women want more sex than men. But 
if a woman approaches men and say, I want sex, I want sex, I want sex, society is going to call her a prostitute, a slut, and all those things. So then the way they enter this conversation, they already have that weird pressure of they can't be demanding sex or wanting sex because it's something, even if you think of grow, growing up, boys are celebrated for having sex at 13, where a girl will be like, oh my God, like who is this? Hooray? So it's, it's that kind of like that kind of dynamic that is just embedded at the early stage. So that's one thing that's going mm-hmm. with the girls. With the boys, there's that pressure of you have to have sex at 13 or else you're not a man. That whole inherent pressure of you need to deliver when it comes to sex, which then pushes you in situations where you can't consent because in your mind, it's been you've been told that you have to constantly deliver because this is this is your moment that makes you a man. So that's two parallel things that are running at the same time. Where that's why I'm, I won't necessarily agree with women are toxic or anyone is toxic. I'll just say the way we've been raised just created toxic situations for everyone because everyone is a- arriving to those situations with generational trauma that is just clashing. Um, in other nations that are not Zimbabwe, women, um, the law actually weirdly protects everyone. Um, it's something it's something that I kind of learned this year that in Zim, um, men can't get raped by under just the statute of the law. Where in like Australia, consent goes both ways. Oh, in fact, consent goes both ways in Zim, but that's weirdly written um, statute. So. It's something that I guess the legislatures or the people that are making laws need to work on, like actually um, realizing that men also can get raped. That way consent will mean something to men. But with that being said, though, men do consent. Yeah. Like men do consent because I know a lot of men in our groups, I know like, in fact, when right, people speak, I know a lot of men are in, how explicit can we go here? Dirty. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, get down right, and so, dirty. I know a lot of men are just anything to do with your with your butt is a problem. Like it just makes you you are now gay, all those things. Some men like 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 ask like like they all like all the other stuff. But I can say that when a man does not want his butt touched, they will say no, 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 no. That is a consent. And the woman will flip and do this more to second. Say that. So I, I don't necessarily agree with men don't have consent because it's just funny because the thing that the thing that they're loud about when it comes to consent in the bedroom. The things that they are loud about in the bedroom that they don't want done are things that will apparently will make them gay. But everything else. They can work with. It's actually kind of, it's a quite interesting psyche that like for most inter- intents and purposes, men are quite vocal in terms of what they want, how they want it done and how they, like what they're not willing to do. So I think content goes both ways. It's just the way we are arriving in this conversation, men feel hard done, hard done by and women also feel hard done by and no one is necessarily listening for a solution. We're listening to find a villain. So it's kind of exactly. I like the way you put that. I think that that is a is a very strong statement, right there. Because no one is looking for a solution. It's just who is wrong, who helped. We're all looking for a, a villain in this, and we're not looking at any solution to find out or to 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 stop these situations from ever happening. You know, it's just like so. Who was wrong? Okay, if this happens, Ningi is wrong. If this happens, you are wrong. Okay, so how do we stop this from actually getting to that point? I think that's a better question than than who was wrong. Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well done, Custom. Well done. Hey. That was a, that was a, that was a dope one. That was a dope one. Let's, <laughs> let's now move on to Aitai Um. Okay. Cool. In a marriage setup. In a marriage setup, we have gone and we have done the Aurora. We have done the white wedding. We're now staying together. Like literally. Um, I can just come into the bed and you wouldn't make it at this point. You know what I mean? Um, at what point do I need consent from my wife when I just come back from, I'm going to give a very wild, uh, wild example. I just come back from, you know, we're chilling with the boys and, you know, we're having drinks and I come back maybe at 1 a.m. in the morning and, you know, maybe my lady sleeps naked, so I don't know what to fit. Was a 
you know, and do it right in the DMs. Yeah, right in the DM. You know what I mean? Um, Those are private DMs, bro. <laughs> but I know. Those are private DMs, bro. <laughs> does, does my wife at this point need consent? Could she undo it? Would she let's do this? Or maybe because we've been together for a while, so. You know, let me just uh, let me just put it in. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Lawyers, but some some will find it romantic. You know, some will be like, ah, I'm waking my woman up with some oncology. <laughs> some guys, <laughs> surprise <laughs> sex. Whoops! Can I flip it real quick? Can I just flip it real quick? Yeah. How is it that it's okay? To, it's, it's not okay to do that because obviously the 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 the, the, the discussion here is going to end as. Um, you can't go in and just slide in the DMs like that, right? But how is it that a woman can wake up and she, she can be giving you head and wake you up with a blowjob in the morning? And that's okay. So who's saying it's okay? Who's saying it's okay? See, that's the thing. Because now, I would, you you have to find that it's the man who's saying it's okay. But then it because goes back to exactly what I was saying earlier that it takes away all the romantic, the romantic bits of a relationship. If I'm if I'm not gonna wake up and get a blowjob, you know, it's just like ah. You know, I think, Chris, I think I, I I get what you're saying, but I think the issue there is is tied into what Tafazo just said. Who is saying it's okay? If I am, if my wife is cool with that, with me coming home at 2 a.m. and then wham, bam, waking up, you know, and it's all good, then that's fine. It's okay. I think it's very circumstantial. It just depends. How do I know if she's okay, though? How do I know? Uh, because, well, the, you would have talked about it before, where, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you need to discuss these things regularly. Like, if she likes surprise sex or he likes surprise sex, then that's your thing. You do your surprise sex. But remember, some couples are actually really into, like, role play and all of these other things, and they discuss it. Just, and weird just, enough, they just talked about stay away from my ass <laughs> <laughs> there's also uh, a in debriefing as well so with each with each in fact it's, you actually just honestly need to debrief every day with everything that you do with your partner um there's a part in just debriefing of like how was this how did you go it's not you know not like that but like this is the vibe that you're sort of um going for but going back to what you said about like women were waking up and women like giving you head all that stuff i would put 50 bonds that that whole notion uh, you're not willing to put real money on it you're on bro come on read this now nah, put some real money on it bro I'll put in 50 US on this. The whole notion of things, um, situations where um, people are saying women get a pass on doing things that are without consent. I would actually argue that the men have spread that rumor. It's, it's a weird one because I would, in your mind, imagine waking up in the morning, the first thing on your mind is like putting someone's genitals in your mouth. Like it's just, it's, I would not necessarily think that would be the first necessarily thing that a woman would prefer, most women would prefer to do unless it's their thing. So I don't think most mm. women are doing that anyway. They are probably being told when I wake up at 6 a.m., it's yeah, a certain okay. market we are talking yeah. about. It's a certain market yeah, of blood jobs. I just picked, yeah, I just picked but, the market. I just picked the blanket. Yeah, so but I'm, I'm, the point I'm saying is like because of how we're arriving in this conversation, I would say that the man would have actually stayed to keep me at 6 a.m. This is A, B, C, G, E, F, G. If they won't say it like that. They actually won't say it like that. They'll say it in a weird way of, you know what? You know what would be so cute? What, what, like, it would be, be such a weird, passive way of saying it. The women, I'm not saying women don't do it. I'm not saying women don't do it because women will say, you know what would be cute if my yeah, ring had yeah. diamonds? Yeah. And it's a way to just say, I need diamonds. And so you need to probably need to probably look at how we are arriving to the conversation. Because if we're talking about on their back foot because they're the one buying the diamonds but when it comes to like sexual favors women arrive in a weird position like it's a weird arrival so and men also have a weird arrival too so <laughs> 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 
Right. Right. <laughs> Actually, but the thing, but the thing no, is, though, I, I, I think you it would still be romantic though, because imagine someone coming up in, like as a man. <laughs> imagine just someone coming up and just jumping on you and say, "Eat this!" Like <laughs> that would just it would, it's just so overwhelming. And, and then the argument, yeah, the argument is like. <laughs> if I ask you for consent then it ruins the mood and you like you just like it does like I mean imagine somebody waking up to be tapping you on your shoulder and we get sleeping at 6 in the morning like you do you want a blowjob like you, you know like it's just like no, 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 leave me alone, bro. You know what? You guys are looking at this. It's too literal. Too literally. I think, like, I mean, we all know sexual windows and little things, you know, if madam, if madam wants something, you know, she'll, she'll, I don't, I'm just, because you something, I'm just, <laughs> she just back it up a little bit and you're like oh is this what we're doing you know like this you know there's signs and symptoms to this thing man you're taking it too literal i think but you look, I think the Lord does say if someone is asleep or unconscious, you can't really do do things um, do things um, with them. But I think, to be honest, we have to understand where we're at. I think until people get like adequate sex education, we have yeah. to put roadblocks. Because yeah, I know like sometimes it ruins the mood, but it's just where we're at in trying to sort of fix the situation. And we can't... Like, can't like, do you think you it ask, you actually get fixed slowly because if this conversation, like what you guys are doing right now, these wouldn't have happened 20 years ago. They're not and they're happening now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they had, in fact, they even had better connect. The world has much more no, this was done in person. This conversation okay. was done in person. Where now, we, if, we were, if we were all in the same room right now, I'll be on my Instagram account. So we, we were better listeners in person. So this conversation yeah, happened yeah, ages ago. Wow. Let's, 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 let's go on to the learning points, actually. We are closing this whole segment because I'm realizing the more we talk about it, consent cannot be, you know, closed. Like in one topic, no. But let's yeah. give, yeah, let's, let's, let's give each other learning points of this. We'll, we'll start with Chris. Just a learning point on consent. Yeah, it's like a learning point on consent. What have you learned today? What have you, you learned learn today? <laughs> learn today about consent, bro? When, when, He's Jon Snow. He's Jon Snow. He knows nothing. <laughs> okay, okay. To be very precise, actually, what, 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 what did you learn today about consent and what do you think is going to it's going to be great, especially for us right now. Um, in our societies, what do you think would be greater for the man too? Because we want to know, we know the loophole is, is with the men right now. So we want to know what should the men do? What did you learn there? In any Anywhere Okay, okay, now cool. cool. I'm, I'm messing, I'm joking around. So, <laughs> the first thing I learned today was that it takes two to tango, um, really. Um, it's a conversation that, you know, the guy needs to also try and initiate, um, you know, as to what, what, what would be good um, in, 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 you know, in, in their sexual, sexual activities, right? Have that conversation with your partner, um, understand the signs and, and signs that your partner has that's, you know, that tells you like, look, I'm not, I'm not down for this, or I'm interested in this, or whatever. Um, and on the other hand, I still say six six a.m. blowjobs. Um, you know, I would recommend them. They keep the, the spice in the relationship. Honestly, without that stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Everyone said there's no need to add spice. 
So yeah, that's what I think. I think um try to find that the flavor for you and your and your partner um sexually. Yeah. Try and be at, at on par with your partner. Don't, don't don't be in a position whereby your partner is uncomfortable with you coming at 2 a.m. Um, thinking shit, we're gonna try and slide it in. You know what I mean? She should know that at least just gonna pass out because he knows I don't like it. He's not gonna force nothing on me, right? Um, and having that mindset and that security, I think would make um, you know, relationships much better uh, between partners. I feel like there'll be less cases of abuse in, um, in the courts. Uh, there'll be less cases of uh, rape in the courts and everything like that. The moment you have that conversation with your partner as to what they want and um, what will spice up your relationship. That's what I think. So that is like a big <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Why to be a DJ making <laughs> DJ Dutch in the building. As <laughs> 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 someone else now, you want to just ask me? Bansi, uh, ask Bansi, Bansi. Bansi. Uh, I got nothing. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Uh, so I, I think the main, thing, <laughs> the main thing that I got um, was the issue here, your privilege. I think that's a really, really important aspect that I think as men we kind of forget that we are coming from. And when I say privilege, I'm not saying we're better than anyone or anything like that. But when you're coming from a place of privilege, you just know what advantages and disadvantages are around you. You know. So I think we're coming from a place of privilege, especially in the bedroom where naturally and this doesn't apply for everyone but naturally you have certain advantages so some people may be scared intimidated or whatever the case may be and you need to be aware of that privilege so that you can act in the appropriate manner so i think that's for me that was the main talking point and the main thing that i got from that and also as as men i think we need to learn to to speak out about how we feel about about things a lot more openly because you know and stuff like that and that just builds a lot of toxicity within you you know i think communication is very important so i think i'm going to go back to that and that'll be the second thing we need to communicate thoroughly you know <laughs> not just communicate communicate uh, about consent but to communicate to communicate with our partners i think it's important in other words everyone should just get married like me you know it's fantastic and communicate in a very <laughs> open place yeah that's what i'm saying yeah <laughs> From, from a um, lawyer, from, we want to know from Irvine's perspective, and then from the lawyer that you are, then we want to know those things. We want to know what you think as a person, and then what does the law say? Oh, as a person, yeah, um, as a person. I think as a person, like as a person, when I enter like all like gender issues where there's just gender issues, I always run back to what Melinda Gates said, which is. Like no gender can progress if fifty percent of the other gender is falling behind. So we ha- we for for us to progress, we need each other. So, um, I do like echo um, what I said before about privilege. And privilege comes in when it comes to like genders. Everyone has privilege. So the men need to understand the privilege that they enter with when they enter into the bedroom. And also the women also need to understand the privilege that they also have. Because one of the things that you uh, mentioned was men need to speak up about A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but someone needs to be listening. So that's the, mm. that's the bit where the women need to play their role in terms of being better allies and actually allowing for safer spaces for men to be able to speak up and actually articulate what they're going through or their frustrations. Same for men also need to then create a platform where they can, women can actually speak up too and also um, sort of vent their frustrations within that space. So we probably just need to be better allies to each other. And also all both of us understand which the privilege that we, we have as we enter into the bedroom. Because I think 
we expect, uh, it sounds like I'm like the feminist in the group, but uh, we do expect women to be the bigger people most of the time. Um, we, do, we don't verbalize it, but we, there's a weird expectation of we, we expect them to be bigger people because the law is protecting them. And then this is where the law me comes in, where the law doesn't necessarily protect women. It's just women at this stage have the privilege of just voicing out their frustrations against like about regarding crimes. So if a woman gets read, it's easier for them to just go, I've been read. And society will be like, oh my God, oh my God. If a man does it, then there's so many issues that are coming with that. So I don't necessarily think it's a women issue. I don't think so it's a law issue. I just think it's a society issue of we just need to sort of fix society so that the law is benefiting from society. Exactly. Who is what? Ooh, ooh. I know. Uh, no, it's a time thing. So, it's a time thing. Know, in this I, moment, I can, I, can actually, I can answer. I can answer that question. Um, no one is benefiting more because even if you think about it, in terms of like assault, the perpetrators, the in terms of just sexual assault, the main perpetrator is still the man. Whether you say women rape men too, men rape blah blah, blah. men are raping other men. They're raping men. And they are they're, they're raping everyone. <laughs> like it's, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so even if you even if you look at the whole balance, like this, this, no one is no one is really benefiting because it's just everything's yeah. just a mess in, at the moment. And even if you say women are getting listened to, blah, 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 if something bad were to happen, women are the ones that are left with the pregnancy and the child and all the repercussions and implications that come. The mess. The mm. things that, so we just need to probably fix society as the group. That's why I'm saying like, that's why I'm saying like, we probably need to stop looking for a villain. Or if we, or if we decide to look for a villain, let's just actually call out the villain. The villain is just the generational inheritance that we have just been getting from each generation, each generation, each generation. That's the villain. Once we unpack that villain, then we can actually heal and then move forward. Because I think we're all saying the same thing. Like men want the same thing as women. Like everyone just wants to have fun. But it's just, we need to make sure that everyone is having fun during the fun. Before you close, can I go I want to say one more thing. Men, stop hating men, guys. What do we Stop hating men, guys. Uh, anyway, uh, you haven't been to Chikurubi, my boy. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I just thank you for the for the opportunity. That's a whole another topic that I just thought about, man. It's it's a it's a whole another topic. But then today, I think because of consent, man, I think we have covered quite a lot. I like to give scenarios because I don't like to go like what is where when you know. I like to give scenarios, so I think. We now leave it to the comments, and then we we, we really want to know what you guys think about consent, and uh, and uh, put your you know your thoughts in the comments, and uh, tag your friends. Uh, what do we normally say anyway? Irvine, you're a very good man. Thank you very much for 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 coming today and uh, sharing your insights with us. This collaboration is really dope because we get to you know. We, we, you know, we, we really get to exchange ideas and we get to know you as a person. We get to know the law side of things and, you know, it helps a lot of people. So this was very important. We did not cover everything, meaning we're going to come up with a part two of this because there's a different shift. to Every time we talked, there was a different shift to it. But we did not want to deviate from the whole thing. Yakakura, it's a broad topic. Um, what do we normally do, gentlemen, for the social media about see Chris? Um, just so you could follow us and uh, we'll leave it last for Irvine so that you can give people your socials if you need to. Um, you can tell people what you're about and stuff. But let's start with Chris and then Mansi. Chris and then Irvine. Chris, you will. What do you have done? I think I'm going to call you after this. I'm going Hey, oh, man. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you always know where to find us. Um, definitely, you know that you can find us on YouTube. Um, please follow and um, click on the bell thingy so that you can get the notifications when the, when the episode starts. Um, I would also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram. 
Um, we have an Instagram page. <laughs> it's called Brothers with Voices. <laughs> if you have not followed it yet, and if you have not shared it with, with, with some of your friends, um, remember to share with your friends. Um, and we also do have a Facebook page. <laughs> if, you, if you have not followed our Facebook page, please go ahead and follow our Facebook page. Share with your spouses, your side chicks, your side dudes. And uh, remember also to share with your friends, uh, family, um, and stuff like that. But see, I don't know if you have anything to add. Right, you just spoke about everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. Um, so guys, keep an eye out on our on our social media pages. We'll be giving some giveaways in the next few days. So just mm-hmm. keep an eye out. We've got our, our branded logos on our on our sweaters, our hoodies, and our and our um sweatpants. So Keep an eye out. You may win something dope if you just follow the instructions. Yeah, you may. Yeah. <laughs> come on, dog. Come on. Why, why, why you got to be like that, bro? Why, why, why you gotta be like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please keep an eye out on our Instagram. Yeah, and stand a chance to win, you know, with brothers and voices. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where everyone's a winner. <laughs> So for so I'm I'm speaking on behalf of Why to Love and Thrive, and we do have we do have an Instagram page and we do have a Facebook page that you can follow, which is Wired to Love and Thrive. But the whole setup of our like um our organization is to create a safe space for men and for women to discuss their issues. And that safe space exists actually on a WhatsApp platform. So you have to sort of, I guess, in a sense, follow our Instagram account and then just send us a DM. So we give you consent to slide into our DMs. and then you give us your number and then we'll allocate you into the, the men's group if you uh, identify as a man and then we'll uh, assign you into the women's group if you identify as a woman. And then you can have a safe space where you can discuss any issue um, with people who, I guess, are uh, using the same gender markers as you. Uh, as for myself, um, yeah, I have Instagram as well. My Instagram handle is Irvine B. I, what do I do? Um, work as a lawyer. So work as a lawyer. And I have my own organization called Edufine, which helps people to create social enterprises to answer their own social questions that they have. And yeah, thank you guys for having me. Wow. Well, awesome. Thank you for coming, bro. Amazing, bro. Thank you for coming. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. And uh, see you next week. This is Brothers with Voices.